I can remember walking into the kitchen, seeing that it was an absolute disaster and standing there not knowing what to do. I could not get my brain to move into, you need to wash the dishes. And I think I turned around and walked back into the bedroom and sat on the bed and just went, this is all I can do. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to support your spouse when they're totally messed up. You still need to wear your glasses. (laughs) You're not fooling nobody. (laughs) All right, there it is. Hello, one, two. You just talk normal. One, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Aren't they supposed to go back a little farther anyway? (sighs) Yours is kind of tippy. You should probably put the facing, yeah, like that. Right about there is going to be best, I think. You think so? I do think so. What do you think? You're way louder than I am. Yeah, I am. You're way louder than I am. Unforgettable. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, Okay, well, do you got our camera all set and ready? Do you got? (laughs) Oh, it's the dude's coming for the coffee pots in 10 minutes. Okay, so we got to record fast. Okay. Uh, Yesterday, we were talking about something in the car. Oh, you were a hot mess (laughs) for loving me through all my extreme messiness. I said, I'm still kind of messy now, but not like I was then. Yeah. And it wasn't even necessarily early in our marriage. It was when we had young four young children. You were clinically depressed. You actually had to get on some medication. You were at points non-functional. Yeah, very. It was. It was horrible. Not to put too much of, you know, your personal story out there for you. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> Throw me under the bus. No, I'm okay with that. But yesterday you were you were thanking me. Do you remember why that, that was resonating so much with you? I, I know how much I didn't like myself in that moment. Yeah. In that period of time. And if I didn't like myself, I must have been a huge mess. And for you to still love me that was actually the statement you made yesterday which is i don't know why you stayed with me i don't know why you stuck around when you were according to you just so terrible you were you were not the most wonderful wife no and it wasn't that i was mean or lashed out or anything i just was a mess. A mess. I mean, I, I don't know what else you would call it. We, I just couldn't function well. I didn't couldn't think well. I didn't like myself at all. Severe depression will is just this black cloud that sits on you and makes life seem pretty dang hopeless. Yeah. And for you to continue to love me in the midst of watching your wife not be the person that she was when you married her for sure. I don't think that I've ever actually told you thank thank you for loving me in that moment. I know you love me all the time, but I don't know that I've ever said thank you for that particular time period that we were went through. And that so. actually means a lot to me. Thank you very much 
for recognizing that. That was a hard period on me too. I can imagine. Our marriage was not a great marriage during those years. We were clearly (laughs) and unapologetically in survival mode. We weren't thriving. We weren't truly connected. We weren't feeling happy or warm fuzzies a majority of the time. We were doing everything we could just Just, to get up in the morning and make sure our kids had pants on. That was a (laughs) good day if we could get that far. And it lasted for years. We had a few years. We had, you know, a whole bunch of little kids right all in a row right there. And those years were hard on me. They were unbelievably hard on you. Right. And I don't think that during those years, I fed into you very much. We did whatever we could to survive. Right. You didn't feed into me very much. And I, and in those years are typically when marriages fall apart. Right. People are just going, you're not making me happy and you're too much of a burden and your stuff is just too messy and too painful. And, and I want out. I want right. to take care of myself. And, and again, whether it's you bailing out because I'm not able to meet your needs or it's me bailing out because you're not making me happy anymore. Right. And somehow we weathered those years. We were able to make it through and get through to the other side. Amazingly. Yeah. I believe we do that because we actually have a faith system. Right. And, we, and that faith system says, I stay connected to you, not because... You do something for me, like contractually, you make me happy, so I stay. I stay with you because I've made a promise to you, and I will stick with that because of my own integrity, not because of something you do. We made a commitment through sickness, health, all of that, that we would stick together and stay together. And when you make that commitment, when you first get married, you have no idea right. what that's going to look like. Hold. Oh. Hold, please. Coffee guys here. All right. Be right back. Right back to it now. See, yep. this is cool. Uh, but now I'm. You know, you're all sniffly. You're gonna I'm sound cold different. and sniffly and. So sneezing. what were we talking about? Oh, uh, we were talking about loving me in my ugly mess. Yeah, we talked about marriages fall apart at that time. Talking about being committed, and I was saying that when we got married, uh, we made a commitment to love each other through sickness, health, all of that. And when you do that, when you first get married, you have no idea have what it is no idea that you're actually what you're signing, signing up, up for. for. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, I thought sickness and, you know, health and sickness, like when you get old yeah. and, you, and you don't function quite as well, that kind of sickness or... You don't imagine it three years into a marriage or five years into a marriage. Right. And you certainly don't imagine it being some type of emotional health piece right. or like... Uh, a sickness in my mind was like in the hospital yeah. dying kind of sickness yeah. or or sick in bed where I have to make him chicken noodle soup and take care of him. 
that doesn't seem hard. No. You don't think of the hard things. And you certainly don't know that in addition to having to take care of your spouse, you're going to have children that suck the energy right out of you. And you have to figure out how to divide your time up yeah. or your, your reserves up between all of it and function as a human being. Yeah. If there's someone who is in this position right now where they can't hardly get up or their spouse is in such a difficult space that their spouse is giving them nothing, absolutely nothing, what would you want them to hear? What would you say to them? Well, I think the biggest thing is I would say um, be patient. It's hard. And right now you might not be able to see it or know it, but the gift that you give to them when they're in that place and they're not giving and they're not capable of it, when they get through it, because it doesn't last forever, when they get through it, there'll be a point where they realize how much of a gift that you gave to them, that you stuck through it with them. And it will tell them that they're important and valuable to you. I don't know how that helps helps you that maybe that's not a motivation for some people but there is an end to it what would you say because you were the on the other end of that i would probably want someone to hear that this is probably one of the hardest seasons you are ever ever going through and the exhaustion and the frustration and the discouragement and the fear and the disappointment all of those are real all of those, um, I understand what that feels like and and how that affects you physically, how that affects you emotionally, relationally, in every aspect of your life. And it's so tempting to want to give up. It's so tempting to say, that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't think I can handle any more. If you are feeling that, you're not alone in that. And I want you to hear from someone who's been through that and is now on the other side of that just survive. It's not a season where you're going to thrive. You're not probably going to be at your best. If you can be doing C minus work every day and just getting by, that's a win. That's okay thing to do. Um, Because it will get better if, and here's the great big if, because I actually can't promise that it's going to get better. I don't know your exact situation, but it will get better if, you get some support, you get some right. help around you so that you're not so alone in this. Again, my friend Bill, he was a huge help for me. Right. We had a church community that we were able to, able to tap into at times and and help us out through some of it. Um, and the great big and, my wife recognized in the midst of this, through a little prompting from me, yes. There she, was something wrong. She actually needed to get some help. Right. She had to do her work. Right. And when she started doing her work, she got both chemical help. She went on antidepressants, and that helped kind of rewire her brain and get some neurochemical stuff uh, taken care of. She started doing some counseling right. to kind of work on core issues and childhood and all these other things like that. But she started to improve herself. And when you watch your spouse actually get help, it's like, okay, 
I am I I am not having to make her do anything. She's working on herself. And now my job is to be what she already said, which is be patient. Right. Healing doesn't happen overnight. Healing just doesn't happen instantaneously. If it took her years and years and years to get to this point, whether years of being, you know, bearing kids or years through childhood or years through marriage, it's gonna take fortunately not years but months to kind of get back to being normal again and feeling normal and actually feeling happy again but she started doing her work and I got to kind of keep things just functioning in the family and provide a space for her provide an environment for her to heal right it's so easy to to take a mental illness and go. You look fine, right? Suck it up, Nancy, and or get just back get to over work. It. Yeah, get get over it. If she had the flu or you know she had cancer or something like that, no one comes up to her and goes, "Really, you're in bed again? Right? Are you kidding me? Get your job done." We we really have a distorted view of mental illness. And when you can start to understand it is a real thing and it is tangible and it is difficult to get through, but it is real. When you understand that it's real, now you can be gracious. You can start to be patient. Back to that, one of the six things in the secure marriage framework, that grace, that unconditional acceptance. Even though you aren't doing anything that's feeding me, I still choose to love and accept you unconditionally and that's what makes a marriage work and you still see my value you still do have value even when you are in the lowest of the low (laughs) right that's what i'd want you to hear and again that's not all butterflies and rainbows kind of answer it's a real life answer it's what we went through and we want other people to know you can actually get through it. And if you are in that place and you need some encouragement, you need some help, you need to actually talk to a real person about these things, you can actually reach out to us, okay? Paul at securemarriage.com. That's my email. Email me and say, tell me more about this. Or can I schedule a call? Or can I write in and ask a question? Or you can email it, Shannon at Secure Marriage. You can ask her about it. Uh, We want to provide opportunities and resources that will help you get through the real life crap in your marriage. We have been there and we want to help you get through it as well. So this has kind of been more of a personal kind of behind the scenes here's where we came from right uh, episode of the podcast but again i think it's important because we don't have a perfect marriage (laughs) at all but But we do have a secure marriage yep and it's taken a long time to get that but we want you to be able to say you have a secure marriage too and and we have a framework that kind of lays that out that actually works it's been tested in the trenches of four kids and clinical depression and antidepressants and you know just making sure we were breathing so anyway we hope this is encouraging in some way um and if not again write into us we'd love to answer your questions other than that i think that's it for today that's it thanks for uh being here and we'll see you next time (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye